everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. Here is your host, Jeff Webster and Jake Cranston. And actually, before we go there, just a special shout out for 10 episodes, guys. How cool yeah, is man. that? Yeah, we should have like confetti and some balloons yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah you can't right? see them because it's a podcast, but they're just, falling from the sky. Just pretend you can speak. hear sound effects I'm not going to actually add in later. <laughs> there goes the doves. We released the doves. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that's Dolphs. cool. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like a Prince thing, right? There's there a, there's a Prince to that? <laughs> there is shit everywhere. Prince, yeah. is, Prince is dead. He's not doing much of anything anymore. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. I mean, it was a Prince thing. Yeah. Past yeah. tense, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> next time we release the doves, let's do it outside. There's a mess in here now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Horrible. exactly. Horrible. Well, yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, actually, uh, we got a cool show to talk uh, because we have the Pats coming up. So that's we do. something that's very exciting to think about. Been on the calendar for a long time, man. Yeah, we've been waiting at least 20 years <laughs> for this day. Yeah, to seems happen, like it, at least. Where we can actually dethrone the Pats at some point in our, our lifetime, right? Yep, absolutely. We so, can hope. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we can recap the uh, Jets game a little bit. and We can. Uh, we don't have to talk a lot about it because, I mean, it's not like we played, you know, exponentially bad. It's not like we came in and lit them up. It's We had a little bit of struggle in the first half where, you know, we would we, would we score six? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was I think 10, we six? missed a field goal at the uh, right at the end of the half. Yeah. It would have been 10-9, I think. So, yeah. So, 10-6, which was, I'm like, man, six points in the first half against the Jets. Like, what's going on, right? Right. So, I like was. Like, we talked about it. Like, it wasn't like we didn't think they would come back. Right. It's just we wanted them to be a little more impressive the way they won the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Well, at least score more than six in the first half. At right. least score a touchdown. For sure. Um, That was really disgruntling and i mean i was i was kind of peed off man i was pissed off you well know? yeah we were texting back and forth it definitely neither yeah. one of us was really feeling great about that whole no that whole thing no i mean how many drives did we have down in the in the red zone that was scoring like, what did you say it was like six six, I think six drives right red zone drive something yeah. like that where we could have scored you know out of those six times i mean come on give us two touchdowns right at least minimally something minimally but, yeah, and they had one. I mean, they had uh, Gabe Davis, and that was called back illegal formation, which... Yeah, and again... Again, the Sal, stupid yeah. non-forced errors. Sal Capaccio you know? even said, he's like, he's like, well, I don't, I didn't really see where it was on Gabe Davis. I I didn't see it. They wouldn't even... Why don't they show Right, they didn't even the show replay. it, which, mean, which leads one to believe it probably wasn't really very clear that that was actually right. a penalty. Did you ever notice that when you watch an NFL game? If they call a penalty and, and, and it's not it. clear, <laughs> yeah, they will not play the replay, and you can see it. Right, like, right. see the hold. What's where was it? And they won't. They'll never replay. Well, the it. hilarious right. part is they show the replay, but they show it as a focus on Josh Allen. Like right. they don't show everybody lined up. Right. Tell me they don't have an angle. Yeah. Covering that. Oh, they. they you do. know they do. They do. It was a stupid call. Yeah. And uh, they just they didn't want to show it. I get it. That's, That's stupid. Fine. And it's the second touchdown that they took away from. Um, Gabe Davish, right? Because of illegal formation, which is like, come on. Yeah, he's had more touchdowns called back than he's caught. You I, know. Know what I mean, like it's uh, crazy. Yeah, and whatever. But I mean, Bass had a decent day. Some some would say it uh, wasn't great. Some would say it's what you expect from a rookie kicker. Sure. Uh, six out of eight. Um, he does seem to struggle inside the thirty. Right. So he can hit, you know, kicks out from 40 and beyond but he's his inside accuracy of 30 and closer is i think you said um 70 something, something like, like that, that yeah. right which, which is bizarre yeah. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. and it's and it's um, well, like I say, we we're texting kind of back and forth during the game, and that was the frustration that I felt because there was no. It was almost like there was no uh, necessity on the Bills coaches to score a touchdown. Yeah. Again, I mean, I get it, moral victories versus winning the game, winning the game being the priority. But um, we held them to four net yards in the second half. Yep. So to risk uh, even a fourth and seven, fourth and nine or whatever, just to build confidence for upcoming games, score a damn touchdown, will you? Yeah, at some you point, I mean? if you're the head coach, if you're McDermott, for instance, wouldn't you just be pissed and being like, look, I'm going for the fourth and seven or fourth right, whatever. and whatever. Let's 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 try to get a first and let's try to punch this ball in. I mean, I'm so I, sick of kicking the ball. I get here. it. The first couple, three times, fine. You want to get yeah. the points. You want to. But we're in the lead. They're not doing anything on offense. No. I mean, I just I want to see more than I, I know the one series was like two runs a penalty and a sack and yeah. it's like kick a field goal are you like freaking kidding <laughs> me? you know what i mean yeah. like come on yeah. we're better than that you know let's yeah. let's show the league that they need to be concerned yeah uh putting up you know uh points the way we did but no I, I get where you're coming from and for me it's like at some point it's uh like a mental thing or a confidence thing to your offense like right. if you're gonna if, if these guys keep getting stopped on third down and you're 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 in the red zone. You're in in the thirty or the you know within you know the twenty or whatever you you know score position, and you're just sending your kicking team out over and over and over. And our defense is dominating them in the second half. If I'm the head coach, I'm like, you, you just let them let them go on fourth down, right. man. Let, let's right. try to because at some point your confidence level for the offense, maybe even for Josh, is like, well, what the heck, man? We're zero for four. In the red zone, now row for five, row for six. like Right. So, yeah, and that's yeah. the point. As fans, again, you know, we can we can attempt to be objective, but it's really hard when you've been watching this team for as long as we have. You've got so much invested in the team that you want to forego the uh, safe choices. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's more to it than just winning a ball game. You know, yes, we beat the New York Jets the 0-7 New York Jets. It really would have been nice to to put up a, a single touchdown against this team. It, you yeah. know, like I said, we held them to four net yards in the second half. Fantastic. But, Jesus, score a damn touchdown, will you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at, I was at the point where I'm like, can we just put these guys away, please? Right. The like, last two trips to the red zone should have been four down territory, in yeah. my opinion. And, again, yeah. It's hard to be objective. I get it. The, to, to win the game is the ultimate objective. Great. But at the same time, yeah, there's more involved. There's many games coming up here that are going to be uh, – a kicking game is not going to do it for you, you know, starting this week no. possibly with the Pats. You don't want to get in a kicking battle with anybody. It's just not – I mean, that's not a championship caliber team right there. Right. You have to score points when you get in the red zone. Yeah. That's what it is. And Josh didn't have – a, a bad day. I mean, he was right. th- 30 of 43, 69.8%, basically 70%, 307, and no touchdowns, no picks. Right. 90 quarterback reading. So he had a good game in retrospect, but just couldn't punch one in the, in the end zone, which right. was And when like they did, they threw a touchdown to Gabe Davis. Yeah. Illegal formation. You know, yep. and, and again, if it was Gabe Davis, it's questionable in our opinion. Whether or not it really was a, a legit call or not, it, yeah. we couldn't get 
factory playing. So right. we don't know. Yeah, but, I couldn't see it. But that being said, um, yeah, these guys have to be aware of the rules when it comes to lining up over the football. And then the Jets got stung with a similar thing. Yep. So um, I get it. But at the same time, man, you got to score a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Against the New York Jets. I mean, you just got to. And- and you said that we held them, you know, to what what you say? Four net yards right. in the second half. But also, I mean, he went like one for nine. I mean, I don't know how much you can say that that's the Bills defense doing that as much as they were just hurting themselves. I mean, I guess it's a bit of both. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's I don't know if it, had been, if it had been anyone but the Jets, would we have been able to do that? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's the point, I guess. Is I, I guess we kind of failed on both fronts to an extent. I mean, we know? have games coming up against Seattle, Arizona. Uh, again, the Patriots are next up, but but we got some. Even the Miami game is no longer looking like a gimme. I mean, I don't know what two is going to do, but potentially they could be a very good team by the time we see them at the end of the season. It might matter. That last game against Miami might it might make a difference yeah. depending on how we can do against an undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. So right, you know, we've got some games coming up. They need to uh, they need to sharpen things up. Uh, definitely get their A game put back together. Like we talked about, the defense in the second half of the game looked like last year's defense, much closer yeah. to that. You know, Absolutely. Jerry Hughes tore it up, man. He, um, Yeah, he did well. Finally, right? Two sacks, an interception, the first time since Cornelius Bennett that any Bills defensive player has done that. Oh, good so, stat. Good stat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yep. been a while. Uh, and then he, on top of that, forced a fumble. So yep. he finally showed up on the stat sheet, you know? so Yeah, and even though it's against the Jets, yeah. And some people might say, well, it's against the freaking Jets. Like, they look good. Well, at least the thing is, is they didn't look very good in the first half. Right. So we took a step forward in the second half, and it's a good thing to build off of for the going next forward. game sure. and going forward, especially against the Pats. You know, our defense needed some sort of pick picker-upper right. to move forward, you know? And that's that's very important because we just weren't playing the style of football that we were used to seeing right. our defense play, and they and they did that in the second half. Yeah, and their revamped offensive line, Mackie Becton was back, so they had most of their original um, starting five back on offense. So yeah, the fact that we could get penetration with four guys, um, I know Tre'Davious White was in on a half a sack, uh, AJ Epinesa, um, Poyer, I think had a sack. Like yep. We had, I think, a total of six sacks, which is probably the most sacks we've had this season. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the Bills showed up in the second half. They um, they took control of the game, and, and the Jets couldn't – they couldn't do anything. They couldn't move the ball. No. So, no, And like Jason pointed out, um, um, Sam Darnold was like – I think his quarterback rating at the end of the game was like 31. Yeah, in the second half, I think I heard he went one for nine or something like yeah, that. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean – Yeah, it, for the game, he was 12 of 23, two picks, and 120 yards. Yeah. So that's that's definitely keeping them down, dude. And it's still an NFL team. I mean, like, yeah. you got to you got to call it what it is. It, they right. still are team that's players in the NFL. Yep. Yeah, I think we're struggling to fall into that trap of of just you know being a little bit depressed about the situation. But you know, right. we, we try to see it for what it is, and I don't know. I guess it's a win, right? Yeah. Well, so. let's you know let's let's be honest with each other. I mean, the last two games we struggled. We didn't look good. Oh hell yeah. yeah. We we played two really good teams, and they exposed us. Yep. You know, they exposed our defense. They exposed our offense. Our um, run defense was horrible. Yeah. I mean, we literally just terrible. We just didn't do good. Um, coming into the Jets game, and again, it's a division game, um, so I get it. But we played, we played, we played very well. We just 
the biggest thing that came out of that game was we didn't score a touchdown, right? right. If we would have scored a few touchdowns, I don't think anybody would be no, would no, saying no, anything. Our right score, now. we'd be in the thirties for points, yeah. and yep, you know, and we would have dominated that game, yeah. which which we did we dominate kinda, that game. <laughs> might not show in a huge right. score, but yeah, right. we we had control of the game. Yep, from the beginning of the second half on. Yep, and by the way, Jeff, that that running back's name is. Pronounced P Ryan. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, we were we were laughing about that? that during the game. <laughs> like, oh. I'm like, I thought it was Perrine, and I'm like, there's no way his name's P Ryan. You know what? It's freaking P Ryan. Fucking apology back, Mister P Ryan. <laughs> that's your name. That's the that's the English language for you. How how the hell are you are you pronouncing when you spell it P E R I N E? Yeah, right. P Ryan. Right. Yeah. No. Come doubt. on, dude. No doubt. Like if I was him, I'd be like, nope, no, it's definitely. Uh, it's definitely not P. Ryan. It's Perrine. So. I refer you back to <laughs> Mr. Terod Taylor. Yeah. That's the English language. It's it's personal preference, right? I mean. You, that is the English language. You can pronounce yeah. you can pronounce it how you want, right? Yep. It is what it is, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. To put it in perspective, the, the way that I'm feeling right now can be summed up in when in week six, Houston put up 36 points against Tennessee. Right. And we can't put up one touchdown against the Jets. Like, right. It, yeah, Man, I'm just yeah, I'm finding, I mean, if you think I'm finding was... it hard to get over it, but I'm just I'm excited for next week. After this podcast, I'm not going to bitch about it anymore, right. <laughs> and I'm just going to well, move on. Can I can I say something real quick? The 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 biggest thing that I um learned from the last three weeks. So the first four games we played very well. We were pushing the ball down the field. We saw a lot of man to man coverage. What happened in the last three games was teams. They, they adjusted. They they started playing zone and cover two, and they try to keep everything in front of them. So we couldn't right. get those long crossers. We couldn't get a lot of deep shots. But they kept the coverage tight, too. They did. So so we, as a team, didn't ju- adjust very well to that type of defense yet. We did, in the second half, fairly well with Josh showing how he can dink and dunk. And he was 70% right. through for over 300 yards. And... We, yeah, there's, we, there's we signs of score. life for sure. Yeah, we couldn't score, which, again, is a huge bummer. But what we did do well was man, Josh managed the game in the second half, and he was able to move the ball consistently down the field. Right. So now we just have to build off that, right? Yeah. And then now we just have to we have to score. Yeah, and I don't have the stat line, but I'm pretty sure he was just over 50% in the first half, which means for him to end up just about 70%. He had to be probably seventy five percent or better. Yeah, the second half was a different half. football game. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it literally was. It was he was taking what they were willing to give and 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 doing it right. I mean, doing it accurately. So yeah, absolutely. He he was looked like a different guy. And uh, yep. hopefully, like you said, the defense can build on this game. The offense can build on this game. Um, hopefully, John Brown will be back. Uh, Matt Milano will be another game. Uh, I guess he came through pretty well. Yeah. Um, he's still suffering with an injury, but it didn't get worse. Right. So it's another week for him to get healthier. Yeah. And Trey, Trey Edmonds, same thing, you know. Do you think that uh, we will see Duke um, up on the 53 since our tight ends are we're in COVID, blah, blah, blah? I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I wanted to see Duke get on the field, to be honest with you. It would have been nice. I it really would have yeah. been the game to do it, too. I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I know Bill's Mafia fans out there. I know a lot of people really like Duke. Man. Yeah. It, it's know? a great story, dude. It, I mean, I. Well, the domination he had in the up. Canadian Football League is, I mean, come on. Right. 
Right. But I know it doesn't translate exactly when you come into the NFL. But the guy's, I mean, he's got a lot of skill on him, man. But tell me, isn't it funny? Like, if you look at Doug Flutie. Yeah. Like, yeah, that did. It's just that the oh, NFL yeah. has their head so far up their ass, yeah. they couldn't see what it meant to have a Doug Flutie on the field for them. Yeah, exactly. I really don't like he, when people make that argument because it's so many times you can see a professional you know, sportsman go to a different sport and excel. I mean, right. it's it's like just that nat- that natural athleticism carries over. Right. Yeah. And I yeah, I agree. I think there's a place for Duke Williams, and I think he probably would be a starting third or fourth receiver on just about any team in the league, really. I, you know, it's just yeah, that with John that. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Cole Beasley, are, they're, a, they're a hard three. Yeah. You know, and with John Brown being out, Gabe Davis has shown up every week, played out. So last couple of weeks, not so much. So who knows? This coming week may be a, a chance to, yeah, get Duke in the game, get him some touches, see what happens. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. I think Duke has uh, the heart of to play for this team. I think he has the mindset to play for this team. And I also think he has a lot of skill set to come in and do a lot of good for this team. Right. You know, I'm not, not saying, you know, taking anything away from our top three guys or four guys. Cause we right. have no, finally across the board, we have four very good wide receivers, yep. but yep. I think that um, you can use Duke in different situations, right? You can bring them in short yardage. You can bring them in goal line. You can bring them in, you know, different different areas where I think he might be a, a good fit for us. And he's got great hands. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? I mean, like, he has shown up for contested catches all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? He's not the fastest guy in the world. So maybe it's a separation issue. But depending on the matchup and the, uh, you know, the defensive backfield you're facing, there's a place for him. Oh, absolutely. I think so. You know, and I want to see so badly – for our team to have a tight end that matters. Right. You know, in the game plan. I agree. You know, some, yeah. somebody you have to game plan for because, you know, when you have to game plan, for instance, like against New England, especially when they're in their heyday with Gronk, it, it was tough because, I oh, mean, yeah. the, a good tight end is such a hard mismatch to, to account oh, for. Oh, for sure. And that's one huge, huge thing that since basically Charles Clay, we haven't had. Right. And, right. and and Charles Clay was even just a bit of a disappointment. His first year he made some noise, but Right. He was a guy that we like could use as I mean, he was a mismatch going into right. that, that game. You you at some point had a game plan for him, right? Yeah. Uh I mean, are any teams game plan for any of our tight ends? No. Probably not. Not at all. And and that's see the thing that gets me is, you know, guys defenses are gonna game plan for, you know, obviously what Josh is gonna do. And what well, sure. Diggs is going to do. And it really, if we can get a tight end that can come in, you know, and, and make some noise and, and do something. Right. That's going to be such a big thing for our for, for our offense. And we got to get our running game going. Because. Oh, yeah. I th- that, we're, that's huge. I just too. don't want us to be one dimensional. You know right, what I mean? And Dawson Knox might be that guy. But, man. I hope so. All that time on the jugs machine and he was still dropping passes. I, you know, Tyler Croft is is okay. Is it a confidence thing, you think? I don't know. I mean, I really wish I had the answer. I'm sure the Bills are thinking the same thing. They always they always go to athleticism and he has tons of that. Yeah. Yeah. He's very athletic. Right. You know, he can block downfield. He's, yep. he's shown that a dozen times. Most of the Bills tight ends can block. Yeah. And I know the coaches favor that. You know, that's a big part of the running game Yep, is to be able to block downfield. It hasn't shown up yet, but I'm really hoping that the evolution of this 2020 Bills team is 
the defense continues to build and look like the old defense. Yep. The offense continues to put up points and, and compete with any team on the field. And the running game comes around as John Feliciano comes back. Um, you know, that's huge, by the way. Yeah, and the Bills have been really good at, at uh, Mitch Morse. I think was one of the highest rated pass blockers in the NFL when uh, he became the Bills center. Yep. He's really good at protecting the quarterback, and for the most part, Josh Allen's protection has been pretty good. Yeah, it's not like I mean I don't know if he's been sacked a half a dozen times over the last three or four games. I don't I don't think he's been sacked a ton. No, but he scrambles too. I mean, so it's hard to tell. But point being is, I think they may be a little bit better pass blockers than run blockers at this point. With without Feliciano, yes. Yeah. When we get Feliciano in there, and he will. He will make our run game better. He's a big body, and yes, he will improve the run we game. we got to get Brian Winters out, out of there, Jeff. He he. I don't know if you looked at he his PFF. He is PF, a bit of a liability. Dude, his yeah. PFF rating in the last two games, 48. Yeah. Not good, dude. No. And it's just. It's not going to cut it in the no, NFL. It's, it's just not. not. I mean. You know, he, I don't know how Daryl Williams is doing. He seemed like a bit of a liability at times, but right. I, don't, I don't really know. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, we've been talking a lot about what the Bills need to do to improve. Credit where credit's due. Cole Beasley is actually doing really well. He's, he's he picked up big time. It up. Yeah. He, he is right now, he is 17th in yards and 14th in receptions. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, yeah. As, he's yeah, doing no, he's, he's, doing, he's doing better than Julio Jones. As, I mean, he's, he's yeah. top tier. As arguably yeah. your third your third receiver. Right. You know, your right. slot yeah. guy. So Yeah, and when you have, a, you have a gap when John Brown's not available, you're hoping Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, they can, they can pick up that slack. Even even uh, McKenzie to a certain extent, you know. Hopefully, Isaiah McKenzie can pick up some of that too. But but Cole Beasley, man, he he said it. I think it was even before the season. He's like, he can't be he can't be covered, and I honestly believe that to be true. Now, unfortunately, yep. most of the plays that he is uncovered are are fairly short, less than ten yards. But he's shown that he can he can pick up yards after the catch. But the biggest thing is, I mean, Sean McDermott said it at the beginning of the season. What do you look for in a wide receiver? This was like draft time before the draft. I want a guy who can catch the ball. Oh, yeah, that's the biggest right? thing you well, want, right? I mean, you want a guy to catch the ball. And <laughs> yeah. Cole Beasley. Yeah, he's at like 80%. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, he just, he's rock steady. He's Josh's safety blanket. When, when everything was great in the first few weeks, it was easy to say, oh, well, there's the one, you know, dull spot in the roster. But now that we've had a few people who've dropped out and gotten COVID and whatever injuries, he's really stepped up. Right. And yep. I think part yep. of it is that that Josh Allen, that confidence level um, either in Josh Allen and himself or the coaches in Josh Allen. Um, we haven't attempted those those big passes. Like you said, guys are playing off. They're keeping everything in front of them. But at the same time, you usually will see an opportunity um, like the Croft pass, Tyler Croft wide open on the sideline. He had to go up for the ball a little bit higher than I'm sure Josh would have liked. So it was hard for him to keep his balance along the sideline. Uh, so he fell at the 20 or whatever. But if that had been in stride, touchdown. nobody was going to catch him. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a touchdown. Yep. And Cole Beasley is uh, making noise because he is great in zone coverage. He finds yep. he finds spots and he, he gets yeah, open. A, he is a true professional when yeah. it comes to zone coverage. Yeah. Which is which is what we have to have, right? Because if that's how teams are going to play us, we have to be able to crack that defense. Right. If they're going to go man, then we've got a way already to crack that. So yep. yeah, for whatever 
defense uh, defensive scheme they want to put in front of us, we're going to need to have an answer, at least for the vast majority of it. And yeah, definitely Cole Beasley has, has been a, an important cog in that, in that uh, plan. Yeah. And yep. I, I think just uh, be patient with our offense. I mean, I know we're, we're on fire first four games and last three games, it was a little like, yeah, all right, we're not really doing much, yeah. but I think what's, you know, what we can expect is man to man. These guys, these guys know how to get open. We right. can push ball down the field. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we didn't see, we didn't see the uh, cover to the zone coverage in the first, you know, three, four games. Now we had to adjust to that. You know, now, you got to account for Cole Beasley in this zone scheme, you know, so it's kind of like pick your poison, right? Do you want right. to play man? Like if we can get good at attacking both style of defenses, then I think this offense is going to really push forward and, and, and make, make a lot of noise no matter right. how you play us. So. Yeah. And sometimes with zone, um, you can find more running lanes too. So maybe that'll help get the running game going with Feliciano coming right. back. Right. But it's, um, you know, if you want to call it the, uh, maybe the Daniel Jones syndrome where the Bills. Yeah. For the first four games, we're running fast, running towards the end zone, and then you got into week five and right. ran out of gas or saw the <laughs> saw yeah, the end yeah. zone. He just fell down, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> but yeah, you know, yep. I I think you're right. I think it's part of the evolution of a fairly young team, young quarterback, and uh, and feeling your way through adversity. You yep. know, and, and maybe they'll come out of the other side stronger than they were, and they're good shot this week to prove that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So let's talk a little bit about this Pats game, huh? Yeah. And Look, yeah. And uh see what uh what we think's gonna happen. It's I exciting. Mean. It's exciting. It, it yeah, like I, I I mentioned, I bet you most of Western New York and probably even though they won't admit it, the coaches and players have had this date circled for a long time. It's yeah. a home game. Uh New England Patriots have had their basically way with us for twenty years. Yep. And now they're looking vulnerable. The Bills are looking strong, at least in the AFC East. So, uh, yeah, it's a great opportunity to, like you said, kind of put them out of their misery to a certain extent. Yeah. It could change the course of the uh, rest of the year, you know, because they're going to be up. They're up a couple of games on Miami. They could be like four games up on New England. Right. Try and come back from something like that almost halfway through the season. That's going to be a tough – that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think – and. You know, I'll ask you this again. It's a little bittersweet that we're, we can't take down <laughs> the Pats of the 20 years. Right. You know, in a way, like, I, I, I wish that Brady was here and I wish they were at full strength just so we could take him down and, and finally say, you know, we're on top now. And um, so it's a little bittersweet that we can't have that. Right. You know, what do you think? I mean, does that do, do you wish that we could uh, beat the Pats at normal full strength or are you like whatever man we beat the pass well, we beat yeah the pass. i mean when we talked about it earlier that was that was more uh my my side of it was that there's literally absolutely zero you can do about the last 20 years so yeah. it, he's not coming back uh gronk's in tampa bay it's not like that's going to change so um build to the future beat him now beat him twice uh win the division maybe make some noise with a home game in the playoffs Yep. And then all that starts to go away, you know, right. like it's painful, just like the Super Bowl losses. It's painful. Yeah. Yes, it's always going to be there. But as you build and uh, have success moving forward, all those past pains start easing up a little bit more and more. And, and, yep. and yeah, I would have loved for them to 
yeah, to just pound the Patriots with Tom Brady as quarterback. And I, I mean, I know, I know. know. The thing that I think about is it's easy for us when it's in our division to have this this special rivalry with them. But I mean, the entire league had to deal with what we were dealing with for oh, all sure. this time. It's just it was an unbreakable dynasty and there was nothing anybody could do about it. And I think everyone's glad they're gone so we can have more exciting football than just New England football. Yeah. yeah and I wonder just how many people are excited about what's happening in Tampa Bay. Are you think people are excited about, geez, maybe Tom Brady can have another Super Bowl. Gronk's there. You know, yeah. they've already got a wealth of talent on offense. The defense is good. Now they go out and, uh, you know, they get Antonio Brown. And yep. and it's just like, here we go again. That's freaking fantastic. I mean, I'm hoping the NFC can hold their own and keep these guys down. But right. eh, who knows? I love seeing Brady in the, a completely different division than us in a, different, oh, yeah. in a totally different conference. But, I mean, speaking of uh, rivalry, Jay, I mean, it was honestly really not much for us. I mean, they were thirty-one and three against us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's harsh. I mean, well, in our in our fans' minds, it was certainly a rivalry, even if they didn't see it that way. Right. Yeah, Every just, game was just the, hopefully the game we would beat them. Right. You know what I mean? And that's sad, but it's the reality of the situation. They they yeah. had a great coach. They had a great quarterback. It's you know the Bills floundered through coach after coach after coach and GM after GM after GM and and quarterback after quarterback. You know, right. we just. For whatever reason, we're never na- never able to put enough pieces together to compete, and I and I really believe that we just couldn't compete. Right? You know, I mean, they just they knew what they were doing. They year after year with the same scheme, the same game plan. The you know they knew what they were doing. Well, how and, many? Yeah. We just didn't. Yeah, and how many teams for more than two years in a row could compete with them? I yeah, mean, right. honestly, it just didn't happen. Right? No, 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 no never could. I mean, the only team that really dethroned them twice was the Giants. <laughs> Right. You know, in the Super Bowl. And, you know, that was great. But it's just it's they just dominated, like you said, pretty much everybody at some point, you know. Yeah, like the song says, man, time is on our side. You know, it's going to change. Maybe they'll get another good quarterback. Maybe they'll be effective again in a few years. Maybe they'll build another dynasty. But in the meantime, right now, the the. Fruit is ripe on the tree, man. It's right. time to take advantage of that situation, bury them, get it over with, and at least play out this year yeah. on top of the division. Yeah, and and they're obviously not the same Pats at all of what they used to be. I mean, obviously they got Bill Belichick, which I guess kind of keeps them somewhat uh, relevant, or you know maybe somewhat in games because the first sure. three games. They they played fairly well, you know. They are putting up points. They're putting up over twenty five points a game, right. you know. And then the last three games, they failed to score over fourteen. So you know, is it Cam? You know, even the defense, um, you know, and that was supposed to be their strong point. They had uh, what like five defensive guys opt yeah. out and would lost to free agency right. and whatnot. But so they still looked pretty good for the did, first yeah. three games or whatever. Yeah. But. And they're supposed to have the best corner in the NFL from, you know, right. You oh, know, yeah. That Step used to play more. with us. Yeah. I think, I think Cam Newton has to shoulder some of that responsibility. I oh, mean, I think just, so too. And yeah, it's I funny mean, since the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Did you, you know, so I don't that? know if there's any internal shit because COVID. And- did you hear what they asked him? So apparently if you, one of the side effects of having COVID is what they call fog. Um, it's a yes. it's a side oh, effect yeah. that your your brain can't um, multitask very well and you you can't process information very well. 
So that was one thing that uh, after that game, they asked Cam Newton, do you think you're suffering from the side effect fog of COVID? Right. Because he looks just lost out there. It's a neurological, yeah, issue. Yeah. And it certainly could happen. I mean. Yeah, it could. I don't know. It's really hard to say. Right. Um, he just doesn't look like he did a few weeks ago. So No, no. Like I say, but the, from the Bills' perspective, Fine. That just means we we got to win the games that we should win. We do. And against the two and four New England Patriots, I don't give a shit if it's the New England Patriots. The team is two and four. And yeah. uh, you have to beat the teams you should beat. And this is a team they should beat. They should definitely beat them. And the 49ers are decimated on defense. Oh, they are. Decimated. And they, they gave up six points to right. the Pats at home. Yeah, and put up so, 33. Exactly. With Jimmy Garoppolo, which hasn't been... Like, yeah. hey, Jimmy, it's not, like, it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo's came in came in this year and is, like, laying the league on fire. Right. Jimmy right. has not looked good. But that had to feel pretty good coming from New England. Right. You know, to oh, just yeah. whoop up on him. That, that must have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jimmy Garoppolo's only got 30 more yards than Cam Newton, so they're pretty much on par. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, all the all the writing's on the wall yep. for, for us to, to go into this game at, you know, Bill Stadium and, and put a whooping on these guys. Yeah. Yeah. And not. Not keep it close. Not worry about running up points. Yep. Get the win. Score some touchdowns. Let the defense build on what they've already started to build on. Let the offense continue and maybe get back closer to where they were, um, you know, three, four weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a fantastic opportunity. I really do. Yeah. And one thing I think Bill Belichick's going to obviously do is he's going to try to run the shit out Absolutely. of the ball on us because uh, they're in the top ten in rushing, correct? And we got to know that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we so absolutely got to know We got to know that. I mean, that's that's got to be an obvious thing that we have to know going in this game that Bill Belichick is going to do whatever he can to try to control the clock and run the ball down our throat and keep Josh off the field. And it's yeah. pretty much the exact opposite situation of Kansas City. We now hopefully will have the tools to do something about that. Right. Yeah, and early on in the Jets game, I, I was a little nervous. You see Frank Gore ripping off eight, ten yards of carry. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was a little concerned. Um, sure, sure. Harrison Phillips sat that one out again. Yeah, second week in a row. So I don't know what the deal is there, but I think unfortunately he is going to be traded. Potentially. Well, you know, I mean, just my thought process is why are you sitting him out? He's healthy. Right. He can play. The guy can obviously make an impact on the team. It's somehow, some way. Why is he getting healthy scratch twice? Right. You know, it doesn't make any sense. So they, they, I mean, I think it's obvious McDermott likes three technique guys. Sure. You know, guys that are fast, can shoot the gap. Um, Phillips honestly isn't a three technique guy. He's also not a one technique guy because right. he's smaller than that. Right. He can't play the nose because he's a little small. Right. You know, like if you get Star Latulale in there, he's a one technique guy. He's a yeah. big guy. He's going to eat up lockers. Um, so I think yeah, he's more of a Phillips, betweener. He's exactly. a hybrid kind of a thing that and, doesn't really fit the scheme. It, yeah, and it doesn't fit the scheme, and he's not a McDermott. He's not McDermott's draft pick, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, we'll I don't see. I he's mean, a, it's very, very possible. He's a you good would guy. Think the value wouldn't be there right now, right? Like after a year being injured, and then he comes back and hasn't performed spectacularly. Yeah, it's going to be a, a low value thing. It will be, and I think. You know, he's the type of guy that McBean would, uh, or not McBean. I, I always call him McBean <laughs> because of McDermott. It like, should be McBean. Well, everybody calls him McBean because, yeah, right. the, the, you know, yep. do you ever notice that? The tie-in. Yeah. yeah. But I think Bean, I think Bean would, 
you know, be able to get probably like a fifth or a sixth for him. Yeah, you know? potentially. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any truth to the rumor either that uh, Williams from the Jets is maybe on the trading block. Oh, they're yeah, not looking gonna, for a first. I was going to ask you about that. So first question. He might be a better fit. First question for you, right? Will Will Bean make a trade before the November, what is it, 4th deadline? I think it's 4th, yeah. Will, will, Bean, will Bean make uh, a, a trade? Okay, that's your first question. And if he does make a trade, is it going to be offense or defense? Um, I think either one you can make a case is going to help the team. You know, I do think there's some weakness on the offensive line. I think it's primarily the right side. Yeah. I don't know. Cody Ford's injured. I don't know what they're going to do there. Um, like you said, Brian Winters just doesn't seem to be able to cut the mustard there. Yeah. And then on defense, obviously they've had so far this year, like one really exceptional half and that was against the Jets. So, yep. You could make the argument that, like you said, maybe that one technique guy or uh, maybe some more speed uh, on the outside or something like that. Although Jerry Hughes stepped up, you know, they'd look better. Um, but, yeah, obviously they, they felt vulnerable in the defensive backfield when yeah. you have guys that are cornerbacks that are hurt, too. Dane Jackson looked pretty decent, though. He did really, really well. Right? Yeah, I mean, um, he had our first interception of the season, dude. Yeah. That's, that's kind of scary. You know, I mean, was it their first one? No, I think, uh, I think it was. No, it wasn't. It? Um, I'll correct you on that. It, Matt Milano had the. Oh, that's right. Against the Jets but I think from a cornerback, one. I think it was our yes. first interception. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he played a good game. Oh, he played really well. And I think that's going to yeah. make a note, um, you know, going forward with this defense. Yeah. The other thing, too, uh, to keep in mind is we may be interested, um, and they showed it on, I don't know if it was ESPN or. NFL Network, somebody was talking the Bills might be tied to possibly looking at getting um, Evan Ingram, the tight end from the Giants. An athletic tight end, a guy that can obviously catch the ball. Yeah. Um, that was. I would not be opposed to that at all. No. You know? But, I mean, I would go for that. I would also go for the. I would go for Quinn and Williams all day. Right. If right. it made sense. Right. You know, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the Jets would want to. Yeah. I just and again him, but, I, I heard that, that he was on the block and then I yeah. heard that that was a false report and blah blah blah. Who knows? Yeah, you know who, I mean, but a lot's going to happen right? here in the next week and a half or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, but no, I I think um, Sean McDermott and Brandon Meade have been very clear about if they think it will help this team yep. now and not hurt them for the future, they're in. Yeah. And I think uh, Quinn Williams is like a second year player, maybe. Second or third, yeah. So he's probably still on a rookie contract. He is, yep. So you're yeah. giving up a draft pick. Probably, I'm guessing, a second or a third. I would say it because he was a top five pick. Yeah, he was like third overall right. or something. So yeah. he was coming out of Alabama as like the the best in the country, one technique or right. or two te- or three technique guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know which remember. one. I know he played a lot on the nose at some point, but anyway, he, he came out and he was – he was kind of like, um, you know, a, a really dominant defensive tackle for a very, very good defense in Alabama. So, right, um, he's got the skill, dude. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I just, I just don't know what I would want to give up for that guy. Now, if I was he, just trying to think, did he sack Josh Allen this past week? Uh, he didn't. Uh, it was, it was the like ninety-seven. Oh, uh, that strip right. sacked him. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember who that was. Yeah, but I mean, he. But he did get pressure. Yeah, he's 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 very good. Um, he's 
if you watch him, he's got a lot of skill. Uh, his hands are good. Yep. Um, his technique uh, coming in into the in the pass rush where he's able to maneuver uh, the offensive lineman kind of where he wants him to go. He keeps his hands out, so he's he's good. Um, I I just don't know what I if I would a second round pick for that guy. I that's yeah. I don't know. That's I tough, mean I don't right? know. Yeah, because you got to remember he's playing on one of the worst teams in the league currently. Right. right. You know they're looking to rebuild. Um, it would be fairly inexpensive. The Bills are looking to make noise this year. Yeah. So it depends, you know. I mean, it depends on really if they want to go that way. But yeah, yeah I could see it, and uh, it wouldn't bother me if they didn't do it too. So yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll now, um, what do you want to see from from the Bills going into this New England game? I just want to see them rock solid, steady. The game is under control. Uh, where we have our our way yeah. on offense and defense. We're we're not feeling nervous or concerned. Don't have to win by 30 points, uh, but maybe keep a nice, comfortable lead, uh, 10 to 13 points or whatever, yep. so that it, it never feels like you're about to slide under the bus. Right. Um, you know, so just a just a good, steady performance. Josh Allen can throw for 250 to 300 yards or whatever, get a couple of touchdowns under his belt, maybe run a few times, Yeah. get our running game going, even if we don't have a 100-yard rusher, maybe – you know, Devin Singletary can carry the ball 15, 20 times and yeah. get up 80-plus yards. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I really want to see happen is the two-headed monster on our running backs. We yeah. we thought going into this year that these two guys were going to just show out, man. Right? Right. You know, you got the jukey, you know, like elusive McCoy kind of guy. guy yeah. And then you got, you know, Moss coming in that's, that's like your pound it. You know, he can one move, cut he guy, can, yeah, run downhill yeah, guy. Right. You know, I really want to see, and I hope Feliciano gets to start this game. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But I want to see. there might be a little rust there too, but. Sure. Yeah, it'll absolutely. be interesting to see if they can't put something together and start. Yeah. Like you said, start looking like a complete football team again. Yeah. Yeah. Get these guys, get these two guys just, uh, like you said, you know, 15, 15 carries for Singletary, you know. 8 to 10 for Moss, whatever. Right. Just get this running game to the point where they're starting it's to pull It's not a liability. Up. Yeah. You know, I want to see the New England have to they have to pull their guys up in the box. Now we can start, you know, going over the top. You yeah, know? and I mean, even la- even against the Jets, it looked like Moss had a really good game. He averaged over six yards a carry. But you take away one 24-yard run, it was like 3.6 yards. He was really right. close to where Singletary was. So, yep. yeah, I'm, that's what I, I think we're getting at is where we're gaining six, seven yards on first down, running the ball, uh, opening up a, a short uh, second and third yard situation where we have more options for what we want to do. You know, we can run a draw screen or whatever. We, we've got some options because it's not third and nine yep. or third and 12 or ridiculous. You know, again, shooting yourselves in the foot. Yeah. Let's not turn the ball over. Let's not take 10 penalties. Let's get a legitimate football team on the field and handle the New England Patriots the way technically we should um, treat a two and four team. Yep. Don't don't play the New England Patriots. Play any other team that's two and four at this point. Uh, that's what they are. That's who they are. Don't make it out. It's not Bill Belichick. It's not you know um, Tom Brady. It's don't worry about yeah. all that stuff. It's Throw that shit team. away. It's a two and four football team. 
you're five and two. You should be able to beat them um, at least walking away, if not running away. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the spread? Did you see what it was currently? Was it? I did not. I did not. I I don't remember. Can you look that up, Jay? What were you asking? The spread for the Bills-Pats game. I want to say. I don't remember. I want to say it was seven, but I'm not 100% sure. Really? Yeah. I mean, it would make sense when you got a five and two club versus a. Uh, you know, a, yeah. a two and four. We're not getting anything that. internet wise, so you're probably gonna have to do it on your phone. We're not getting anything. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I want to say it might have been seven, but I I can't remember. I mean, but yeah, yeah, and again with that type of a point spread, I mean, you should just you don't have to dominate, you don't have to humiliate, you don't have to beat them by thirty points. You just have to go out there and look like the professional football team that come playoff time is going to at least concern other teams. Um, that are potentially better than you. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's three and a half. Yeah, three and a half points. So, so yeah, I mean, and that's probably because it is the Buffalo Bills and New England Patriots. I hate that, though. It's not It's not the Pats that we've played, though. Right. It's not the Pats that have been the last Pats, the past uh, 20 years. But it's if not I'm them. The, but if I'm the coach, that's all I'm repeating. You're not playing the New England Patriots. You're playing a, a freaking team that's two and four in the NFL. And the defense doesn't look exactly the same as it did earlier in the season. The no. offense hasn't been able to put up points. Take advantage of that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Try to build some excitement for you know your record going to six and two. Yeah. Halfway through the season. Right. You know. I mean, I, Jesus, that's phenomenal. Yeah. It it halfway through the season to be six and two. Yeah. You know. I mean, you right. you play fifty fifty football after that. You're ten and six in yeah. the playoffs. Maybe not win the division. Maybe win the division. But yep. all you got to do is play 500 ball after this game, yeah. you know, if you win. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is the the division is the biggest thing right now that we have. That's what matters. We got to win the division yep. for sure because, I mean, if we can win the division, uh, there's a very high chance that we'll get a home playoff game, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, we've got, a, we've got games still coming up. We have the Chargers who haven't looked crazy impressive. They've been good. Yep. Uh, Justin Herbert looks really good, actually. And we do but, have a pretty tough schedule. But our schedule's not easy. Seattle, yeah. Arizona. I mean, we've Pittsburgh. got Pittsburgh. Yeah, we've got some games. Yeah, we've got some games. You need to win games that you're supposed to win. And this yeah. is one of those games now yeah. at this point in the season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, when we go back to the uh, split the uprights, hit the uprights from last week. Yeah. So... <laughs> I know we we're talking. To, I know we had some, you know, some funky ones like like mine. I had uh, Josh was going to catch a touchdown pass, didn't happen. Right. Uh, uh, Tremaine Edmonds didn't get hurt and go out, which is great. Right. You know. Yeah. I was that's, thankful that's for very, that. Very good thing. Um, you what were I don't. You, you had a couple, right? What I had, but they were garbage. Something like uh, you had the over under, maybe uh, something see. like that. Oh yeah, you also had the Bills D. Given up 100 yards rushing, which may or may not have happened. I didn't, didn't really no. track that. No, that was good. It didn't happen. So I was yeah. I was it happy. Certainly about that. didn't happen in the second half. Yeah, I think we gave up 186 yards in the first half, but I don't think that was uh, you know. Yeah. Same idea. Let me just see if I got it here somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I know it was genius. Whatever it was. I know you had something fantastic. Let's see. Over and under for the game, 45 points. Yep, I had over. Four yeah. or five points? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. 
the Bills win by three scores. Eh, not unless they're safeties. No. Uh, Josh Allen finishing with a top three quarterback uh, in passing yards at 307 yards probably was not top three, but it was probably top five, top five, top seven, Six, somewhere something like there. That, yeah. 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 So it's a little closer. He, he yep. like we talked about, he, he did fine. If you throw away the, the field goals and replaced even two of them with touchdowns, it would have been a dominant performance from Josh Allen. Oh yeah. It really would have. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, he looked a little shaky in the first half. We talked about that, but, but they put it together and they put together a solid second half and um, they would have beat a lot of teams in the NFL, not just the jets. So, yep. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well. Now, for this week, uh, a couple of my statements. The first one that I'll start off with is um, I think that our defense will be flying around. And with that being said, I think that the Patriots are going to be trying to run Cam right, you know, like right. a decent amount this week. And I think that we will injure him and take him out of the game at some point. Wow. That's a good one. That'll be interesting to see. You yeah. know, he, uh, yeah, he, People question his shoulder uh, after this last game when they scored the six points or whatever. They were going, is there something going on with your shoulder? Right. A previous injury, something reoccurring. You know what I mean? Like they were looking at anything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's beyond the realm of possibility for sure. Yeah. Um, I actually have similar thing. I have the Bills holding the New England Patriots to a total of 275 total yards, you know. And oh, yeah. if it's the defense that showed up in the second half against the Jets, I think the potential is there. Right. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the way the Pat's been playing, especially with Cam not being able to throw the ball very well at all. Right. I think that's a huge possibility. Yep. Uh, I actually have a similar, um, you know, how, with the high hopes of our defense that I think our defense uh, will be playing much, much better again. And I think we will hold the Pats uh, under 14 points for this game. Wow, that would be fantastic. I mean, yeah. that would be right along the lines of what we've been saying right along. That's what you do to a 2-4 and four club. You right. Know? Um, and you don't let them get up 10 points like we did against the Jets. You go out there from the first series, you put up points, uh, you slow or stop them as best you can, right. uh, minimize the damage, and then go score again, you know? And, yeah. And, yeah, I – I could see that happening. I really could. Yeah. Um, I, I read a stat that the Pats haven't given up a 300-yard passing day yet this year. Oh, yeah? This week. I think they will. Yeah. That's that's a huge possibility because um, they didn't – even Garoppolo? No, they ran all over them, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what they've been doing to most clubs. Yeah. And yeah, I, and if you look at Cam Newton's stats like Jason brought up earlier – it's not like he's tearing it up. He hasn't thrown 2,000 yards. Right. Um, you know, especially Josh has been, you know, kind of on the money. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I would like to see that. Um, I think that uh, that our return guy, uh, Andre Roberts, right? Yep. I think uh, he will be the first player in the NFL to return a kick this week because that hasn't happened yet. Oh, for a touchdown? Yeah. No shit. Punt, that hasn't punt, happened yet, huh? Punt or uh, kickoff. Or kickoff, yeah. Wow. I'll tell you what, he's come close. <laughs> he's come seriously close the yeah. last few games. Yep. Yeah, I could I could see that happening for sure. Um, and I actually, my last one would be that the Bills will be leading by two touchdowns at halftime. Nice. That means we uh, would look very, very well in the very first, solid, first half. Yeah. Which is exactly what I'm hoping will happen. Right. Solid 
firm victory. There's never a doubt who ultimately will win the game. Yeah. And uh, force them to do what they don't want to do. Right. You know, stop the run, make them turn into a uh, a passing team that I don't know that they're entirely capable of doing. Well, yeah, and it showed against the Niners. I mean, sure. they got down quick. Uh, Cam had to throw the ball, and you saw what happened when, right. he, when he tried throwing the ball. He threw, you know. Picks. Pick one, pick two, pick three. Yeah, which is why they were questioning his, his the health of his shoulder. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it his throwing, some, it's his throwing arm? I don't even know. Yeah. I'm guessing because right. they were questioning it, so right. it would make sense. But, um, but, yeah, if you take them out of their comfort zone, don't let them get away with what they want to do. You dictate the play. Yeah. You know, force them into situations they're not comfortable with. Right. And, and give your defense an opportunity to make plays with pressure. And with, uh, you know, a, a really good coverage game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good points. Good points, Jeff. Yeah, same. So um, we get into uh, our NFL Weekly Game Picks. Marvelous. Week 8. I can't believe we're on week 8 already. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like, where'd the time go? I was, I feel like I was looking forward to the NFL just starting. Like, it feels like, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. Right. It's this fucking podcast, man. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, it's that midweek burnout that you don't have now. You're just, you're racing through the midweek and pushing right into the next games. Yeah. yeah. We had a couple of close ones. You know, our last one we did uh, last week, Friday, maybe right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So a few days later, we're back at it. And I'm yep. loving it. I you know. know. It's fun. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. But for yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, we're there. We're halfway. Almost halfway, I guess. Yeah, this would be this this week would be the halfway for point. the Bills because they haven't had their buy yet. Right. Yeah. Well, we haven't seen everything COVID has to offer yet, so let's not get too excited. Maybe that's true. Maybe we have an extra that's couple true. weeks. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, we, I think we've got to wait safe this 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 week, which is great. So. Yeah, I think the NFL would actually have to admit that they're surprised to be where we are yeah. with as little turmoil as what they've had. Again, I mean, credit where credits due. Yeah, you know, the teams absolutely. have, for the most part, been doing what they're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. 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 And even if you look at the Bills situation, it was it was one um, uh, position, the tight end room. It was fortunate Tyler Croft was away from the team during those meetings or whatever. So, yeah, the Bills uh, proved that it, you can do everything right and still be subject to yep. uh, an issue. Absolutely. Um, I don't see any, any fines coming for the Bills. Obviously, other teams are faced with different situations, but. But yeah, knock on wood, man, it's going well, and uh, hopefully we can complete a successful season, and and the Bills are in the playoffs and winning the division. So. Absolutely, Absolutely. I, I agree, man. Don't say what I'm going to say. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I read your mind. Easy there, Twinsons. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's start it. Start it off, Jeff. Let's go. Uh, first game we got here is going to be Atlanta is going to Carolina. The one and six Falcons to the three and four uh, Panthers. Yeah, and um, again, just like last week, it seems like the games are tightening up. Even even some of the games with the bigger spreads, it's hard to feel crazy confident because so many weird things keep happening in the NFL. Yep. Um, Atlanta still has a lot of problems they just have a lot of issues um i like caroline in this game again i've talked about teddy bridgewater um they they did some pretty pretty cool things with uh, i think it's dj moore um you know robbie anderson from the jets is doing really well i i like that team and now mccaffrey's supposed to be back very soon right so i don't know if you're back for this game or not but i've got them winning the game 30 to 24 yeah and uh it it you know, it's it, it is definitely a crazy NFL right now. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen from week to week. 
Uh, this is a divisional game, which again, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, I got uh, I got Atlanta pulling the upset. I had to pick an upset somewhere. There you go. And so I got Atlanta pulling the upset. They should have beat Detroit last week, um, but I got Atlanta twenty-seven to twenty-four. Yeah, I I think Carolina without McCaffrey have shown just how good of a team they still are. And once he comes back, like you said, it's going to be yeah. even more exciting. But yeah. That being said, I think this is actually going to be a pretty close game. I like Atlanta. I think they're going to get their shit together sometime soon here. Their offense is doing okay. I think they can do better. Uh, I went 28-27 Carolina. I think it's going to be real close. Yeah. Well, minimally, I do appreciate the opportunity to make up one game since you guys are <laughs> kicking my literal ass. Well, no, I still picked Carolina. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I could get you both in this one. <laughs> or... Well, yeah. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, uh, C-Mac's a beast, man. I, I can't wait to get him back. He's good yeah. for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think this one's kind of a gimme. Tennessee <laughs> going to Cincinnati. Uh, Tennessee is obviously just a much better football team, even even though Burrow has been playing unbelievable for a rock. Yep. Uh, but I, I got Tennessee uh, 28-24. But what? Go ahead. Your turn. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> what? That's the same score I picked. Nice. Damn you guys. Nice, Jay. Yeah. The exact same score. Really? That really doesn't happen very often. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's pretty interesting. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's well, cool. I also have Tennessee because I'm not stupid. Yeah. I mean, I would love for Cincinnati to win this game, trust me. Um, I don't give a shit if Tennessee wins another game. I'm just pissed that they beat the fuck out of us. But yeah. uh, Cincinnati, like you said, Joe Burrow. Uh, A.J. Green starting to show up on the right. scorecard. I mean, who knows? But I still got Tennessee 32-17. Yeah. Defense is going to be a huge difference in that game. Absolutely. Um, this game was uh, was kind of a tough pick for me. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders going to the Browns. Uh, Odell's out for the season, so that's going to take a weapon away from the Browns. And the Raiders can score points, and Cleveland has given up a lot of them. Right. So I got, uh, I got the Raiders... Uh, Beating the Browns 31-30. Wow. Um, I actually gave it to Cleveland. I do think they are going to give up points, but I think they're going to win 31-27. Yeah, I've got uh, Cleveland also, uh, again, fairly close, 27-24. Yeah. But I don't feel real great about it. I really don't. It's a tough one, right? I, I have mentioned, I don't know, on the podcast much, but I've talked about Baker Mayfield before. He still, at this point, is a bit of an anomaly, you know? Like, it just seems like he runs pretty hot and cold. So yeah. I think if you can get in his head, you, you can you can have some problems with him. So, yeah. So I'm going to go Cleveland anyway, 27-24. Uh, we got Detroit hosting uh, Indy. And Detroit, uh, I think, is, you know, playing decent ball. Uh, Matt Stafford, when he's on, he's on, man. Yep. And uh, I think that uh, Philip Rivers is the biggest issue in Indy, honestly. I do. So I got Detroit uh, coming off that win that, you know, they beat Atlanta. That was awesome, by the right. way. But I got Detroit. Good game. Yeah, that was a great game. Um, Detroit 27-24 in this game I got. I gave it to Detroit as well, 24-21. Okay, I've got Indy in this one. And I'm still scoring 24 points, but as a winner. Uh, not a loser. I've got him winning twenty four twenty one. Yeah, I think it's going to be close either way. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, uh, this game is the Packers at home against Minnesota. We're probably Jeez. not thinking quite as close. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the biggest problem Green Bay has is they don't have receivers. You know, Lazar's been is out. The only guy they have right now is 
Um, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. So he's a good one. He's a really he's good a great one. one. But if the Bills only had Stephon Diggs, he'd probably struggle. Yep. So, I mean, I still think Green Bay is going to put up a lot of points because Minnesota is just not playing very well at Especially all. Especially on defense. So, I got Green Bay 31-13. Um, I went with Green Bay as well, 35-17. Yeah, I got 35 for Green Bay. Um, I like Justin Jefferson and uh, Adam Thielen, so a good receiver. Dalvin Cook's supposed to be healthy playing this week. So, I think they will put up more points. I've got, them 30, I've got Green Bay winning 35-24. Nice. Uh, this game, obviously, KC yeah, this is the a, Jets. This was a real head scratch. Yeah, not much to call. say here. Yeah, <laughs> KC's going to blow them out. I got uh, 34 to 12. Um, I actually picked the Jets. No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> KC, 38, 13. Nice. Wow, nice. I have 13 for the Jets also. Uh, but I got a feeling that Patrick Mahomes will rest for the entire fourth quarter. I've got him winning 30, 13. Oh, there we go. We all had a pretty big blowout there. Yeah. Uh, Rams going to Miami. Um, I think I might have been uh, more apt to lean towards Miami if uh, the Rook wasn't going to be starting this game. And I just, he's a Rook, and I I, I just have a hard time thinking that his first game he's going to get a win, uh, especially against the Rams, which their their defense nasty. They've been playing really well. I mean, the, Aaron Donald is he's no joke. That's man. what I'm saying. He's got to go against Aaron Donald for his yeah. first game. Good luck, rookie. Yeah. So I got I got the Rams 23-17. Yeah, it's funny. We actually were having that same conversation. I mentioned that earlier that if, you know, Fitzpatrick had been starting, maybe right. I would have thought differently, but Right. I don't know, man. So, yeah, I went uh 24-21. Uh sorry, Miami. Yeah, and I've got the Rams also. Um I think one of the biggest things is the NFL is a brain game, too. It, 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 yes, it's physical, it's athleticism, but but there's there's things that go on that mess with people's heads. Yeah. And ask Sam Darnold, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. So to come in, have to face the Rams for the first game uh, that you've ever started, I, I personally don't see them. I think they can put up some points. I, I really do. I think he is talented, but I've got uh, the Rams 28-24. Um. We got Chicago hosting the Saints. And for me, the Chicago Bears are pretenders at this point for me. You know, you got contenders and pretenders. Chicago, to me, is definitely a pretender. Their defense is a good defense, but their offense is not. Right. Uh, so I got I got the Saints 21-13 in this one. I'm actually still giving it to Chicago. I'm holding out hope that they are as good as they seem to be on occasion here. Right. Um, I think they're struggling the same way we are. I think they have the potential to be a good team. Um, but I'm thinking this one's going to be a real nail-biter. I went 22-21. Wow, nice. Yeah, I um, I think New Orleans has that uh, capabilities of actually standing out against a team like Chicago. But they've had their share of ups and downs, too. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I am going New Orleans. I think they will win. I think points will be scored. I've got it 31-27, New Orleans. Uh, Another divisional game here, Seattle hosting the Niners, which should be a pretty decent game. Yeah. You know, it's always, uh, division games are always good, Uh, especially uh, I think the last few years, these two teams have been uh, a pretty pretty good fight. So, Uh, unfortunately, I can't say that the Niners can pull this one out. so I got uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, 27-21. Um, I went with a, a larger difference in the scores, but I'm still giving it to Seattle, um, 35-24. Uh, 
Yeah, again, San Francisco is is running pretty hot and cold. Like you said, major injuries on defense. Um, they've had injuries on offense. They're running back still out. So I, I see Seattle uh, winning this game, but it may be closer just because San Francisco is going to be on a bit of a high yeah. from what they did to New England. So I've got it 28-24 Seattle. Nice. I hope you didn't pick Dallas, Jeff, because <laughs> I sure didn't, unfortunately. I mean, who's their quarterback? Yeah. It's going to be Dalton? I don't know. Do they have anybody after that? They, I, they I had to play him last week on my fantasy team, and that did not work out very well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah he, sure. he got knocked out. Uh, yeah, so Philly is going to be uh, hosting Dallas. A 2-5 and five Dallas going to a 2-4-1 and one Philly. What a good game this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, this huh? should be Jeez. fantastic. Yeah, I got Philly uh, thumping them pretty good, 28-13. Yeah, I actually went very similar. I went 31-13. Nice. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I've got yeah. I've got Philly twenty four seventeen. Because okay. I don't think Philly's that great either. Uh, no, they're not. But Dallas is. Geez, yeah, they are horrible. I mean, they don't even look like they want to play anymore. I just love the fact that Washington could win that division. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's no, fantastic. Yeah, I know they're gonna they're gonna win the division at like six and ten or something. <laughs> yeah, stupid yeah. Thing. Uh, I think this could be the game of the week, man. It may be the game of the season so yeah. far. I mean, yeah. not that the uh, the last Kansas City game. Um, which one are you Tennessee. talking about? Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee and Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh. Which was which yeah. is a great game. Two undefeated teams. That but, was a good game, too. Yeah, but this being this a divisional, might be better. divisional game, Pittsburgh going to uh, Baltimore 6-0, and Pittsburgh to the 5-1 uh, and Ravens. Uh, I, I, I I can't pick against Pittsburgh right now because they're 6-0, and plus their defense is just freaking good. Um, and I hate to say that because I just I don't like Pittsburgh, but 24-21 <laughs> Pittsburgh. Um, I actually gave it to uh, Baltimore, um, and I'm thinking that the scores are going to be a little lower than what I've seen people predicting. I went 28-24. Yeah, and I did not go with Baltimore, but I certainly thought about it a lot. Yeah. They're coming off a bye. Pittsburgh just had a huge game with Tennessee. Motions were high. They are probably ripe for a letdown. I just think they're so well coached, and Roethlisberger is so much a veteran. That they're just not going to let it happen. I've got right. Pittsburgh twenty-seven twenty-four. Uh, we got a uh, Denver hosting the Chargers, another division game, and uh, yeah, I, I it's you know for me the Chargers, um, they're they're a lot better team I think than their two and four record shows, especially with uh, the rookie Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is looking like seems to be getting better each and every yeah, week. Yeah, it's impressive. So yeah. I, I got the I got the Chargers actually winning this one 27-20. Yeah, I think most people are picking the Chargers to win. Um I decided to go with this for my upset. Um so I went 31-27 Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Denver's got a smoking good defense. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season would have said after 6 weeks the Chargers and uh, Broncos were going to be two and four teams. Right. I think they were expecting more out of both right. teams. So I don't think either one's horrible. Um, I do have the Chargers hanging on for a 24-21 win, but I think it could go the other way too. I yeah. mean, it's going to be that close. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay going to the Giants. I don't think this is going to be much of a contest. Tampa Bay's defense is really good, and the Giants can't score points. So um, I got Tampa Bay 31-10. to um, I went 28-16 Tampa. Yeah, I've got uh, thirty twenty because I'm thinking that Tom Brady may be resting the fourth quarter on this one too. Yeah, yeah, good call. All right, so we got uh, your game of the week in our eyes. Uh, Buffalo is hosting the New England Patriots, and uh, 
We got a three and a half point spread, Jeff. So, uh, what do you think? Are we uh, are we covering the uh, three and a half? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have any doubt in that. My my own self, but I mean, you know, that's why they play every game. So, yeah. you know, yeah. on paper, the Bills should should beat them by well more than three and a half points for sure. What you got? Um, I'm I'm going thirty seventeen. I I really think that. You know they all they'll have a decent lead come halftime, and I think they'll uh, they'll maintain that through the rest of the game. I don't think it'll, it'll be a blowout. Yeah, I really don't. I yep. mean, but I really think they have the horses to to make it not look competitive. Yep. I mean, I think they really do. I mean, I certainly hope they do. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that's how I see it. Yeah, that's that's a great score. Um, I got a similar score. Uh, I think Buffalo is definitely gonna pull this one out. Um, I, I have Buffalo winning 24 to 17. I think that, uh, you know, New England isn't going to, that 17 really isn't going to be, um, you know, like I think they'll probably score that towards the later end of the game, you know, somehow they get a touchdown, whatever, but, um, it'll be a pretty dominant performance. Yeah, that those, might be their so. ceiling about 17. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think Buffalo is going to get a decent leader early but I don't think that they're going to get as much time on the field on offense. I don't think they're going to get as many good opportunities. I think this is going to be an actually pretty close game, and I went with Buffalo 21-18. Nice. I like the 18. Yep. Yeah. They're going to struggle for those points right at the end, try to get it within a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. And who wouldn't take that? I mean, right? Right. I'll take a three-point victory. I would prefer a 13-point victory, but I'll take a three-point victory for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I I mean, you know, it's against the Pats. It's a division that will put us to, let's see. Six uh, and two. Six and two. And then we beat the Jets twice. Miami still will be four and oh in our division. So that's huge. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And And again, that leaves New England at two and five, was it? Two and five. Yeah. So that's going to be tough to come back from four down. Yeah, to uh, make some noise in the division, and um, I don't remember. Um, yeah, Miami against the Rams. I mean, we could we could open up a three game lead in our own division, right? Which would be Phenomenal. halfway through the season. Yeah. That would be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. Well, good podcast, today, good yeah, fellas. Same. Uh, any same. Uh, any other well. any other thoughts uh, before we close it out? Well, I would just like to say that you know one of our co hosts. Has a little bit of a head cold, Jake, and I just want to say he's a trooper for coming, Thank doing you. a great job. Yeah. You could hardly tell. I yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely, yep. you Thank did you. well. Yeah, you know, I think maybe it was the shot before the <laughs> kind of really <laughs> opened things up for you. Help clear me out a little bit. You know, yeah, sure, why not? Like, I mean, yeah, you get through it. Got to yeah, do what it. Do you do? You know, yeah. No, but, you did fantastic. It was another, like you said, great podcast. A lot of, a lot of good information. Yeah. You know, yeah, and a lot of stuff to think about. Yeah, you know, I think that's the best part of our podcast we raise pretty interesting points and questions and and uh that's what we're hoping for we're hoping that people who do listen will get their brains churning a little bit and um you know think about what the bill's potential is this year and in the future yeah and with and with two games you know in division in a row you really can't take either one by themselves they're kind of a package deal and i'm you know as much as i'm a little bitter about last week and you know some of their performance lately i'm going to reserve judgment until after this game Right. Yeah, this could be that stepping stone when you have to face teams like Seattle and Arizona, like we talked about a million times. Yeah. Yep. You want that that really good step forward to build the rest of the season season around, you know? 
Forget about yep. those couple of games. Head into those games with confidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get something back. Learn from the mistakes. Get something back. Clean up your act. And, uh, yeah, and, and drive forward week after week. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, Jason, again, I I enjoy uh, sitting here talking football with you guys on yeah, Tuesdays, sure. man. It's, yeah. it's a blast. And, uh, and again, we want to thank everybody that listens to the podcast. Um, you know, for sure. Check it out on Facebook. Check it out on Twitter, ETD Buffalo. We're trying to grow every week, and uh, congratulations to you guys for hitting episode 10. Yeah, absolutely. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so thanks, yeah. everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be back again for you next Tuesday. We'll have the podcast out to you by uh, typically always trying to shoot for Thursdays, barring any issues or whatever. But, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We and, appreciate it. And check us yeah. out at ETD Buffalo on Facebook and Twitter, and check us out on Anchor and Spotify. There you go. Thanks, everybody. Thank Appreciate you. it. <laughs>